the you melodrama. You meet someone and you go, what's your favorite movie? And they name some movie that just came out and you go, fuck you. Where the exactly. hell is your allegiance stand? You fucking petty piece of shit. I don't believe anybody's favorite movie can be some movie that came out when they were 35. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> no, no, you know what? Hey, I, 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 I wouldn't say that. As long as not, it's not necessarily, oh, but, you know, it came out when they're 35 and they're 36 now. You know, it's like, oh, that was my favorite. No, yeah. You, you, you have to give it some time. It may have come out when you're 35, but now you're 50. Okay, yeah, so okay, it was I can like, do that. Two months after it came out, I asked somebody at work that, and they were like, "No, uh, my favorite movie is Wonder Woman." No, and I was like, "You're so full of fucking shit." I was like, "If <laughs> I feel like your your favorite things are so tied into your growing up and your adolescence, a and lot of times that yeah. time of your that time of your life, that thing that made you fall, especially movies or TV, yeah, the thing that made you fall in love with those things is usually going to be your favorite. And if you're some fucking person who can just like kick that shit to the curb and be like yeah it's this movie that i've i've seen it once it came out a month ago it's my new favorite of all time Jeez. i don't buy it i don't fucking buy no. it <laughs> i don't fu- no I, I i totally agree with you and especially if it's fucking wonder woman fuck you <laughs> i wonder what's on the tube Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Don't touch that dial. Adjust those bunny ears. Because what time is it, Jay? Live from Studio City in Hollywood, <laughs> it's time for Sitcom My Face. I'm Jay, that's Nick, and what the hell are we talking about this episode, sir? Tonight, we're, we're, we're going back to uh, some of Norman Lear's uh, early 70s sitcoms, this one being Good Times. You know... <laughs> How often is a spinoff of a spinoff any good? <laughs> That's true. And, and, and I, I did make the mistake. I think it was last week I was saying that this was a spinoff of All in the Family. This is a a once removed uh, uh, from All in the Family. All in the Family spun off Maud with uh, B. Arthur. and Maud's, Beatrice Arthur, I think, at that point. Yes, Beatrice Arthur. And Maud spun off Good Times. Yeah, Esther Raleigh was on, I believe it was 45 episodes of Maud. And actually, of all of the Norman Lear averse or whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> Lear averse. Yes. I think Maud is the one I've probably seen the least and am the least familiar with, which I don't know why, because I love B. Arthur from like Golden Girls and shit. Yeah. So. I'm sure at some point we will get to that. I think that is Definitely. streaming as well. Uh, it's not like the Drew Carey show or Newhart where we can't find it. I'm yeah. pretty sure I oh, saw that somewhere. I think I did see Newhart. I think that Ooh. is now streaming. Ooh, where? Tell me. Uh, I, I, Tell I'm, me now. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if it was on Hulu, Peacock, or one of those. Mm, okay. Well, maybe we will have a reason to come back around to old Bob. Anyway. But yeah, good times. Esther Raleigh, 
uh, and Maude, I think, was only on like one episode of All in the Family or something. Wasn't it like very few episodes? Yeah, Ma- Ma- Maude was on, I think, yeah, one or two episodes of All in the Family. She was Edith's sister, I believe. Right. And then. And then Esther Raleigh is now, was her housekeeper? Is that yes, correct? H- housekeeper. Okay. And then, um, uh, what, what, what's his name? Uh, uh, James. Uh, oh, John Amos. John Amos. Thank you, <laughs> John, John Amos. Stamos? Oh wait, wrong one. <laughs> Famous Amos. Now, um, John Amos was on for I believe three episodes of Maud as. Henry I'm not having Evans. a stroke. I got a weird foot cramp. Just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying over here. No, anyway. no, he he was on as Henry Evans. Yes, what, what, they changed his name. Yeah, they changed his name for the for the new sitcom. And did you know that uh, Esther Raleigh, Um, it was her request that she didn't want to be uh, yeah, like especially in creating this new uh, thing. She didn't want it to be like oh okay. She a wanted widow it, or a abandoned family. Right. She wanted it to be like a a two parent household, and you know, and John Amos was also on making sure that the African-American experience was well represented. And this is a little why also after season three, we do not see John Amos. Uh, I believe Norman Lear actually did not want a husband on the show, but she was like, hey, I grew up in this type of family. My father was there for me. And like you said, she wanted to represent African-Americans the way she saw them and the way she grew up saying like, hey, there could be good fathers because especially at that time you know <laughs> so yeah very cool and i i really do love the dynamic between her and uh john amos i think yes. they're very great together yet although you you you, you did read i'm sure uh esther raleigh was i believe 19 years the senior of john amos i did not read that wow okay now here here's another wacky one for you well, JJ, you know, uh, uh, played by Jimmy Walker, was only eight years younger than John Amos because he was actually 26 when he played JJ when he started, when he was playing oh, wow. him as a 17 year old. Let's say, yeah, he was about 17, I think, when the show started, something like that. Right. Yeah, and the first season's only <laughs> the first season's only thirteen episodes. Correct. Well, this aired for six seasons, yes. hundred and thirty-three episodes, uh, from seventy-four to seventy-nine on yes. what network? Uh this was, I believe, a CBS. Yes, CBS. So all the Lear shows were CBS. That's what it seemed. Yeah, okay, like cool. yeah, I, I remember all in the family, the Jeffersons, and I'm pretty sure Maud was also a CBS show. Yeah, given it also the spin-off uh uh piece there. What's so, your history with the show? Did you watch this when it was when I, you were I younger? did watch when I was young. This was one of the shows I watched. You know, this all in the family, the Jeffersons. I like you said with Maud, I remember B author in that, but I don't remember much about the show. I watched all these on Nick at Night growing up. I don't ever remember Maud being on Nick at Night. I don't remember that either. I wonder if that show was just so, like, it had a lot of heavier stuff in it, right? Didn't she have, like, an abortion and that was, like, yes. a big deal or something? Oh, no, no, it was a very big deal. So I wonder if maybe there was just, 
not as much like fun involved with that where they're like, hey, we're not going to throw it on Nick and Night. I don't know. <laughs> hey, let's throw in a fun episode. You know, you know, the abortion one. The few clips I saw, though, with Raleigh and B, looked, they looked like they were having fun. They were doing like a, a dance routine kind of a la, it looked like Lucy and Ethel kind of mm-hmm. old school dance routines and stuff. I don't know. It seemed fun, so I'll definitely give it a shot. Did her husband die on that show too, right? Or something? Didn't she have a I, I think later on, because I believe uh initially they had, like the first thing is I believe they had gotten divorced. Oh, okay. So 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 on Maud, I think you dealt with divorce. Uh you know, you dealt with abortion, you dealt with divorce, and I think eventually, like you said, uh the passing away of of, of the uh character. And uh, if I remember correctly, wasn't that uh, what's his name, Bill Ma- Bill? Yeah, Bill Macy. Not William. Conrad was Conrad Bain also on that show, right? From Different Strokes, yes. wasn't he one of the stars yes. of that? Yes. And hey, speaking of Different Strokes, we'll we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> we have some crossover of uh, some players from there. <laughs> Well, when I talk about, uh, I believe it was the director, we will also come back to different strokes. <laughs> but yeah, so what did you think going back here and visiting old... Did you have good times with good I, times? I had, I had good times with good times. And he, he, here's a funny thing that my wife brought up, and I, 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 ha- I had to laugh. Did you ever watch the show This Is Us? Is that the drama? Yeah, it was a drama, show? NBC... I with, think I saw the movie it was based on or something. Oh, okay. No, but it was Mandy Moore and uh, Peter, what's it, Ventimiglia, and, um, oh, I, I'm trying to think of. They their, were on the show? Yeah, they, they, they okay. were on that show, This Is Us, but This Is Us, it, it was it was a great show, but it seemed like at the end of every episode, by, by the end of every episode, it's like, this family can't catch a break. It's like, oh, this person just had a heart attack. Oh, this you know, the, 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 this person yeah. just got in an accident. Oh, this person, you know, like their house burnt down. It's like Was that oh how you felt god. watching this show? <laughs> and that's the thing. She's like, "Oh my god, this is like this is us before this is us because like no matter what might go good for the uh, Evans family, yeah, it's, it's always things, taken away by the end, yeah. It's always taken away by the end. <laughs> in what in one way shape or form? Now, now, what what, what do we start with? What one of the uh, things that you know, being that we just got off our uh, theme song show, what did you think of the theme song of Good Times? And, and, I love, and again, I and again, love that this. you brought yeah. up uh, Chappelle too. <laughs> I fucking could not. I, I my buddy at work, I told him yesterday. I was like, I cannot get the fucking Good Times theme song out of my fucking head. Yes, <laughs> I was like, you can go. you just sing anything else to help me get this fucking song out of my head? That's the crazy part. It's I think one of the easiest like earworm of a of a theme song. Oh, it's even just, though it's you fun, will, you will, it's it's upbeat. It's just you want to dance and groove to it. It, it, it. It's more like gospely. Yeah, like you said, get up, dance, and 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 it's but the crazy part is just like you said the uh, Chappelle uh, thing there. It's like yeah, good times, good times. It's like. What are they singing? <laughs> I know Did you watch the part. Chappelle show skit after I told you about it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to give you the quiz, but if you watched it, I won't I won't uh, bring that up. But yeah, I really wanted to ask you what a chicken head is and see what your answer was. 
<laughs> or a badonka donk. But 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 I love you know, it's like I I remembered like the one line from Good Time. Like when I he- heard it, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I remember the, the the one line. It's like keeping your head above water, making a wave when you can. It's like. But everything else was temporary layoffs, good times. Temporary layoffs, yeah. good times. Easy credit, credit ripoffs, rip good times. <laughs> Scratching and surviving, good times. <laughs> yeah. Now, Hanging now, in the chola. <laughs> this was the the music was written by Dave Drusen, but the uh, the words were done by. Uh, Alan Bergman and uh, Marilyn Keith Bergman, who Great. who uh, were, I believe, uh, Grammy and uh, Academy Award winners. Well, when we go back to and do another rendition of our theme song ranking, if you don't throw this in the top tier, I'll kick you right in the dick. Oh, no, no. This, this is top tier. <laughs> this is a top tier theme song, baby. Yeah. All of the Norman Lear shows, I think, were top tier theme songs. To be definitely, honest. and he, here's the thing with with, with Dave Grusin, the Bergmans actually wrote theme songs for when it came to television series. They did the Sandy Duncan Show, Maud, Good Times. They also did the the theme for Alice with David Shire. Did, so, you know what the thing that I that blew my mind the most was the creator of this show. Well, one of the creators. Okay, let, let, let's see if uh, are you talking about Eric Monty? No. Oh, you're talking about Evans. Do you know who Michael Evans is? Uh, um. Besides the youngest child on Good Times. Yeah, he was also the the child on the Jeffersons. <laughs> yeah. Now, how much power did this fucker have, though? Because he was Lionel exactly. Jefferson. He was the first Jefferson that we ever met on All in the Family. Yeah, Lionel. Yeah, Lionel. And he was he came off for the spinoff. He did one season. He left the Jeffersons to do this show and right. then had the gall when to it was over to, to go, Jefferson. I'm going back to the Jeffersons. And that other actor again, was probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> That other actor is probably like, what the hell, dude? It's like, wait a second. I, I thought I was like, no, no, I'm Lionel. But I never knew that Lion, this was created by Lionel Jefferson and that that's the reason he left. And, see, now and I, I was, I didn't even think about that that being the youngest son's name. I mean, it's a pretty common name, I think. Mm-hmm. But now here, here's the other thing. The other creator, Eric Monty. Yeah, tell me about him. Uh, uh, well, first off, that wasn't his born name. It was Kenneth Williams. <laughs> but he actually uh, was the co-creator on Good Times, The Jeffersons, and What's oh. Happening. Oh, and, wow. As well as What's Happening Now, the spinoff. Hmm. Okay. But now, What's Happening was actually based on the, a uh, coming-of-age film called Cooley High back in, I believe, 75. Perhaps we there is some discussion of maybe covering that show in the oh near yeah future. definitely so wink wink nudge nudge perhaps say no more say no more <laughs> unless someone you know dies <laughs> stop it as, people stop as it. it goes you know actually I I seen that uh, Bookman died last yes, year I'm, su- and, and, I'm and surprised we year. didn't think of that when <laughs> yeah I'm surprised I we didn't, didn't do this when he died that. yeah. And, yeah, and, he died 2022. And and the ironic thing also, when you mentioned Bookman, when they did the um, 
what do you got? Live in front of a studio audience where they do a reenactment of like a popular sitcom from the 70s, uh, but with more recent actors. The person who played Bookman was was, bo- was John was Amos. <laughs> oh, you know, I did. See, yeah, I did see that one. I remember that. Well, he couldn't very well. I, well, I guess they were doing an old episode. They could. But he couldn't really play, uh, you know, <laughs> James if it was one of the later episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so so get 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 into uh the, the Evans family. We have Florida, we had James, and then we have JJ, the oldest, mm-hmm. played by Jimmy Walker. Jimmy oh, JJ Walker, you gotta get J- it right. Jimmy JJ Walker. <laughs> he never let that go for the rest of his career. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 of course, what when, when we talk about Jimmy JJ Walker. What's the one word you think about? <laughs> I'm thinking of a, a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Selfie yeah. stick. Yeah, where'd no, my, that's Where'd it, my no. lighter go? I'm going to light it. I'm going to light that dynamite. That is correct. Yeah, di- dynamite, which I believe from watching, I think started in the second episode <laughs> was the first time he uttered a dynamite. Yeah, but, quite but, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah it's got to be like Urkel when they first heard Urkel go, did I do that? They were like, hey, cha-ching, baby, fucking cha-ching, baby. <laughs> and, and you also know that Esther Raleigh and John Amos, later, uh, as the series progressed, they were getting annoyed that it's like, okay, stop focusing so much on JJ and like the, just the antics and whatever and the dynamites. It's like, oh, we'll get is, to the drama, finish yeah. up the family first and we'll get yeah, to the okay. drama. <laughs> well, let's finish up. Okay. Let, let's, let's go to their only daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, their only daughter, uh, 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 Thelma played by, where is the, uh, Ber- not Bernadette, Bern- no, Bernadette, Bernadette, <laughs> status. I know. I gotta tell you, when I was younger, I kind of had a little crush on Thelma. I thought she was pretty cute. Oh no, she, d- d- definitely cute. And uh, well, I, I think she uh, she actually, when she was in New York, she had entered Miss Black America pageants and went on to become Miss Brooklyn. Yeah, she's a cutie. But yeah, uh, Thel- I thought Thelma and JJ's chemistry is great. I cannot believe I never realized that Michael Evans was named after fucking the creator and uh, and Lionel there. <laughs> hey, he didn't really do much either. Like, he has like four credits or something. The guy, yeah. Ralph, what's his name? Ralph Carter. Uh oh. Uh, is that is that Michael's name? Real name? Uh, Mike Evans. Wait, and uh, I I didn't see anything about him having a different name. No, in real life, isn't his name Ralph Carter? Not the creator, the kid. The act. Oh, the, Michael. Oh, I'm God sorry. God damn it. Keep up, Nick. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. You're yes, the names my, my, guy, my, damn yeah, it. Michael was Ralph Carter. Yes. <laughs> I'm the one who goes the fat one, the hot one. You're the one who knows the names, okay? <laughs> sorry. I, I, I got thrown off by the. the uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and another one that didn't seem to go on to other other stuff like he actually he went on uh he uh had a song when you're young in love that like he uh sang on soul train and um uh what you want extra extra read all about it which charted at number t- uh 12 
And uh, the other one charted at number 10. Who's this? Oh, th th this is actually Ralph Carter. Oh, okay. He tried to become a singer, huh? Yes. So, yeah, that's your main cast for the first three seasons. Well, no, there's, there's one other that's part of the main cast. Oh, Walona? Walona. Yeah. Who, who is the neighbor? We mentioned her, but we didn't dive in. Yeah, well, Janet Dubois, is that her name? Yep. Uh, or, yeah, Jeanette uh, Jeanette. Dubois. Yeah, she's great. Oh, yeah, no, she, she was funny. One of the tightest casts, like, there's not a weak link in the main cast there, I wouldn't no. say. Not until we get in later seasons, at least. <laughs> yes. I, 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 oh, it's not even that, you know, like, tight cast until later seasons. I think even, yeah, just as a whole, the show in later seasons, which we'll, we'll uh, get to shortly, it, it, on the whole, started uh, diminishing, we'll say. But they did bring yeah. in other ca uh, characters as well. I think most of the ones I watched, too, were at least in those first two seasons. Those were the ones I seem to remember the most, like, as, like, memorable classic ones. And yep. I really didn't remember a lot after James right. left the show. Like, so he was in the first three seasons. And, you know, honestly... <laughs> For for how many people kind of come and go out of the show, especially the main cast there, I never thought they were explained too terribly compared to some shows I've seen. No. Uh, oh, and we talked about Night Court had so many multi-parters. I think this show fucking rivals it. Yeah. Multi-part episodes. There was shit. Shit. The it. beginning of uh, season. What is it? Five. Yeah. Season A four five. parter. It's a four-parter. <laughs> it's like, this oh, my show God. This yeah. show has eight two-part episodes, eight, <laughs> and two four-part episodes. Yeah. Now, th this definitely uh, likes to do the uh, lo lo long uh, the long story. I remember when we watched Night Court, I'm like, damn, I don't remember so many, like, three to six-part fucking episodes or whatever. This one, I, I was going to try to watch more of the fifth and sixth season today. Right. And then, of course, I immediately get sucked into a four-part fucking episode where we introduce, Penny. Um, yeah, Penny, uh, Janet Jackson, young yes, Janet Jackson. Yes, if you're nasty. So I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to get to too many in that season. But, yeah, and then the episodes that start... Season six are also four parts, and that's where the uh, uh, Florida comes back. Correct. Speaking of which, how many other names are states? Can you? How many state names can you name? <laughs> we got Florida Evans, the star of this show. I was going. Oh, as you got far Dakota, as... maybe. Yeah, like just names in general, not oh, on general, the show. Uh, but... uh, Georgia, Georgia, good one. Wh wh which in Florida. one of the uh, episodes, the, the policeman comes like to say. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, uh, Miss Georgia Evans. Uh, I I think uh, somebody took your bicycle. It's like no, someone snatched her purse. <laughs> the name's Florida. Say <laughs> yeah, Florida, Georgia, Dakota. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, what what other ones uh, act as a name as well? York. Can you take out York? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jersey. I don't know. It's like haven't met. Many Mr. Pennsylvanias. Uh, <laughs> Washington count? Can you have a... F yeah, yeah, actually Washington because... George yeah, no, Washington uh, Carver. Yep. <laughs> no, no, but th there are, uh, I think, people with the first name Washington. 
Well, think of Washington Irving, the uh, author. Yeah, but, Florida always stuck out as a weird name. Oh yes, it's we had same, a buddy who used to, to come to the bar all the time, and his name was his name was James Evans, and we'd be like, "Well, when you get home, say hi to Florida for us." <laughs> <laughs> but I I think ironically, even though the show's named after, or at least the the youngest son's named after one of the creators, he said it's not really autobiographical. So right. You would think in that case he would pull from his own life, but I don't really... I mean, he probably did in some aspects, but I don't know Mm -hmm. how much of it is actually based on him. And and like you said, as far as, like, recurring characters uh, that became main, you had uh, Bookman, the the janitor, super guy. Yeah, I was happy to see him finally get title credit there in the end. Yeah. Um, Penny, like you said, Janet Jackson, and... There for seasons five and six. And then Keith... The you know uh, fiance slash then husband of Thelma. Yeah, having a crush on Thelma. I wasn't too excited when Keith showed up. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I I didn't think he added much to the equation. I thought he was kind of no. stale. Yeah, I, I I wasn't big on his character, and then and, and this is like like you said, this, these are the later seasons where yeah, it didn't have that that tightness. Of the you know, the cast, the characters, and the he writing. he every line he delivered kind of drugged down the scene. I felt like took a little bit of the energy out of it, but I I totally Ben get Powers that. was that his name? Uh, he played Keith. Yeah, Ben Powers. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. He he was actually a, 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 one of the cast members on Laughing, which is strange. I'm like, I don't remember him on there, but okay. <laughs> uh, I think it was like the the latter uh, seasons. So yeah, I mean, I think your 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 real classic episodes are probably going to be there up front in the first three seasons. I didn't yes. really think the the ones I watched toward the end were bad, but no, um, but, but they did they have ju- a different dynamic. Yeah, they they just didn't have the the, uh, the the same oomph that the earlier season episodes had. Like yeah, like it 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 just felt a different way. And when James first- was when James was killed off. Yeah. They say he died in a car accident at the beginning of the fourth season. The family was going to move. Yes. Was it Mississippi? Yes. Missouri? Or one of the yes, be, like that. because that was the other thing. His, his character originally was from Mississippi. Okay. But so, they yes, moved. they get a telegram and they find out that he's been killed in a car accident. And then you have, you know what, though? You know fucking what? And I, I was curious. So I watched the few after that. Because we have covered eight simple rules, and we talked about how John Ritter's death just destroyed every a bit of every bit of comedy on that fucking show. Yep. Because it's all they talked about. Now, granted, John Amos didn't actually die in real life. Correct. He left the show over uh, and, and, money and, disputes and creative differences. Yes, and, and in fact, John Amos is still alive. <laughs> yeah, he's still alive. And, 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 and I found out he's also from, uh, he was born in Newark and grew up in East Orange, New Jersey. <laughs> nice. But when when the character is killed, they do a two-part episode and they move the fuck on back to the comedy. Yeah, that, no, they just go they move on. Like, he's mentioned and he... His, like, even better, like, his spirit is still there. Yes. Like, they do reference him lovingly, and I, I wish Dad was here for this. And uh, even when uh, Florida starts dating again, it, yes, she's Carl, reluctant. Eh. And 
and misses her husband. Like, so uh, this show actually handles the death of a character very well for a comedy show, in my opinion. No, definitely. I, I totally agree. And even those two episodes are funny. Like, yeah, sure. There's somber moments and it's all kind of about, uh, Florida grieving and or learning how to grieve and you get the classic which I've heard you say many a times on here damn 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 you know yes the uh, that 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 uh season four episode two that 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 was the famous where she like it finally gets her she 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 basically smashes down the uh punch ball and you know the the famous damn 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 yeah great great moment they all come out and hug her and hold her and yep yeah great moment and um then the season goes on and yeah she gets another love interest this carl for only like six episodes or something yeah and i don't know if this was it didn't seem like she had already decided to leave the show because if they if that was the plan at the end when he says like i'm gonna i have cancer right i don't and i'm gonna leave state yep they probably would have just wrote it where she just went with them then right right and, and well but, that's that's the thing they wrote it that she went with him but <laughs> but not in that episode not in the episode because in that episode that, he, he decides it, it was, to stay w- w- once we started season five that was the case yeah. oh okay florida moved yeah. not to florida <laughs> so yeah again i guess there was um creative differences with her as well she didn't like the way the show was going she didn't like that jj was kind of hinted at being a criminal in certain ways like yes. he'd say he found something and it was like a oh, joke oh, no. that he oh, stole oh, things <laughs> a, a lot of times he he insinuates that yeah it's like oh this is the first time i went down to the store and hit and uh like like i i was in the store and i i i paid for something <laughs> it's like yeah. apparently a store he had been in many times again insinuating right. that oh yeah all the other times so i yeah i think she started i don't know if it was jealousy maybe he was getting kind of too big for the show and the rest yes. of the cast but it seemed like she was not happy either with the direction of the show and she decided to leave for the fifth season right so you have and- this weird thing where the father of the family's dead the mother now leaves her family to go off with this right. new husband, and they say they're on their honeymoon in the in the four parter that I watched there. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess they made a deal for the next season because in the last season she comes, comes back, back. <laughs> and yeah, like you said, her only stipulation was I don't want Carl back, the guy she married. So I think they just kind of hint that he died. Yes, that he didn't survive his cancer. Right. Yeah, like not so, right away, but yeah, like a, f- a few episodes in. This it's a weird world when, and it's happened quite a few times. I want to see if you can name a few where a character gets a spinoff show and then leaves that fucking show. Can you name any other instances of that? Okay, uh, a different world. Yes, very good, Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. Uh, let's see what what's another one. And she left because she got pregnant. And I guess they said they didn't want to depict yes. a, a black Preg- girl in college pregnant. They didn't right. want to perpetuate the stereotype. So she was in one season, I think, and then left. Mm-hmm. And I think she came back for maybe a guest appearance or something. Mm-hmm. But possibly, it's like I like I, I remember watching that show, but yeah, it, it wasn't. That was when she gave birth to Zoe Kravitz, who's 
there we famous go. now as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lisa Bonet. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, uh, let's see. Another character that spun off and then left that show. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Well, I know Laverne and Shirley. Uh, Shirley wound up leaving after a while. Cindy Williams. Did she really? Yeah. She left Laverne. And- what would they call it after that? It was still called Laverne and Shirley, which. What the ba- fuck? Ba- really? Ba- I didn't know that. that. That's why it, the last couple of seasons are, are weird, because if you want to say so it's, it's just, just Penny Marshall on Laverne and Shirley. It's yes. just Laverne. It, it's Laverne, it's her dad, it's Carmine, it's Lenny and Squiggy. There's a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Oh, okay. Perfect Strangers spinoff. Shit. I already mentioned one of the characters earlier. Did I do that? Oh, shit. Okay. Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers, and... Harriet was the character that was spun off and she actually left in the end of the show. Right. The last, she left for like the last 20 episodes or something stupid. Like God, or maybe even less than that. Maybe it was like 10. She left for like a minute amount of episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But also I thought of, we covered different strokes. The spinoff facts of life didn't, Carol, uh, what's her Carolyn Ray? What's her name? Uh, Charlotte Ray. Charlotte, Charlotte Ray. She left as well, right? For Cloris Leachman to come in. Yeah, uh, but that was after a while. That they, uh, that wasn't like right away. But well, yeah, I that, mean, they weren't all right away. But yeah, yeah, no, no. Well, yeah, the Laverne and Shirley one was like after I think six seasons. So uh, yeah, and Harriet and, uh, on Family Matters was the final season, like yeah. the second half of the final season, even. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, another uh, interesting factoid I looked at. Um, Johnny Brown, who played Bookman. Mm-hmm. D- did you know what role that Norman Lear wanted him for? No, do tell. You mean Buffalo Bud or Booger? Yep. <laughs> he actually, Norman Lear had considered him to play Lamont in Sanford and Son, but he was unavailable. <laughs> but, uh, oh, here's another thing with Bookman. Something I've mentioned before. He he had a one-off role as Fat Man in <laughs> in the original Ghostbusters television show. That one that I've brought up with mm-hmm. Larry Storch and um uh who's the one that played O'Rourke? Uh For, Forrest oh, uh Tucker. 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 Yeah. It's like with the two of them and and a guy in an ape suit. Yeah, Fat Man was played by Johnny Brown. Man, when I was trying to figure out who that fucking Keith guy was, that Ben Powers, I felt real bad when I saw his one credit. Yeah, he's cool. in he's in Cheech and Chong's next movie as Welfare Black. Oh. I was like, oh God, dude, what the fuck is that? Jeez. Apparently, uh Esther Raleigh is was uncredited in Cape Fear. She's the one who sees De Niro roll out from under the car. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it says she's uncredited as like um, witness or something like that. Oh my god! Like, what the? And that was so. That was like '90s. I don't know how she could go uncredited and something yeah. at that point. Was but. that '90s or like late '80s? I'm trying to remember now. I want to say Cape that Fear. remake of Cape Fear. I want to say like '91, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You might be right. It, it was right at that 
turning point there. Because The Simpsons, it was new enough to where The Simpsons did a yes. whole episode parody. Oh, yeah, it. with with uh, um, not Silent Bob. Holy shit. Sideshow side <laughs> Bob. That Maybe, was, probably was, in my top five favorite episodes of The Simpsons ever was that. That was a fantastic episode. <laughs> so and close it, in parody, they didn't even <laughs> change the name. They just added an E at the end of Fear. <laughs> like They just called it Cape Fear, I think. Oh, my God. And, and and that's the one also where I believe is that the one uh, the famous like meme that uh, generated uh, with sideshow Bob keeps uh, stepping the on a rake, rake and then yeah. he, well, then he steps on a different rake that is like I believe on the commentary they said that he stepped on the rake once and the episode was short so the, they were just like yeah fucking add in a few more rake hits <laughs> and it becomes one of the most classic scenes ever. Where he probably like 10 times gets hit in the face with this rake and just goes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But I mean, this is actually one of the the most fun times I've had revisiting a show I haven't seen in a while. Same here. Like, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you know, when I watched it for the first time, I was so freaking young. So, like, there's so much that I didn't get back then. Yeah, and I know it was probably like 2017 I bought the complete series box set. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's in my storage unit right now. I don't have it with me. But, yeah, I have the complete box set. And I remember watching a shit ton of it and going like, man, I forgot how good this show was. Uh, So visiting it again, you know, it it is funny because it's got it's got some real melodrama, but I feel like it always is willing to undercut it at the right time. Yes. Um, there's a lot of, like you, you talked about full house, how the, the melodrama just got to you and it kind of sickened you and it never, it never really knew, it never really knew when to pull back at the right time. I feel like this show is the opposite. It's willing to do, um, these great dramatic episodes with these really, you know, kind of like, uh, socially aware topics. You're living in the ghetto in the seventies. Yeah. So it's got all this really cool um, social commentary, but it's got a lot of heart and a lot of laughs. Definitely. Yeah. It, It'll be in the middle of a funeral and all you got to do is dynamite. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like you said, yeah, I think, I think it, it balanced very well. Knowing that it's still a sitcom, but handling all these topics without becoming too melodramatic. The uh, So I was looking up the writers and the directors, as I like to do. Yes. The most prominent director I found actually did uh, 72 episodes of Good Times. Garen Keith was his name. Mm-hmm. Now this man, we like this man, apparently, because let me tell you what else this guy directed. <laughs> Dif- different Strokes. <laughs> 140 episodes of Different Strokes. Yep. Holy fuck. Uh, remember the show we talked about with um, Klugman and John Stamos? He directed three episodes of that. The one oh, we geez. said we got we to gotta find. Uh, that's called You Again. He did oh, 23, right. 23 episodes of the Jamie Foxx show. He did three episodes each of Family Matters and Growing Pains. 
he did 87 episodes of 227, which I've never seen, but I've always meant to watch with mm-hmm. Jack A and, and Florence again, Marla Gibbs yep. from Jefferson's. He did Martin, 113 episodes of Martin. Holy shit. I thought it was funny, too, that Ca- the guy who played Carl, I forget, his, what's his name? I don't, you might have it in front of you. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, but- yeah. Uh, Moses Gunn. He was uh, he was two different characters. Also, he was on an episode of Maud and an episode of the Jeffersons as different characters, which is funny when you think of these are all in the same universe. Well, I got one better for you. When I was watching, I watched the episode where Michael doesn't want to be bust to basically the upper part of town to another school. The the principal or vice principal comes by. It's Ron Glass from Barney Miller. Oh. Then a few episodes later, a blind encyclopedia salesman selling encyclopedias of black history comes by and played by Ron Glass. (laughs) I'm like, wait a second. I understand like later on in in a sitcom, but shit, this is like, Five, six, uh, like episodes difference. It's the my same coworker, season. <laughs> my coworker told me that on the theme song episode. By the way, he said Barney Miller is one of the best. Oh, it songs. is. It is. It's 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 such a well known, very catchy. I like. I, I love. It. It's it's uh instrumental. I didn't know who the social worker was on the fourth part. Uh, when uh, Janet Jackson's coming in as Penny. Yes. But when they opened the door and that woman came in, the audience went nuts like they knew her. That's another one of those moments where I'm like, I'm not sure who she is, but I could tell the audience was like, Wee! well, I, I, I love some of the guest stars that they had on this uh, series. It's it's amazing. <laughs> like they hell, they had stymie on this show. <laughs> uh, elaborate, please. <laughs> Uh, ever hear of the Little Rascals, our gang? Oh, like the OG Stymie? Yes, Stymie. Oh. He he actually was in five episodes. Well, maybe not the OG, because I think that actually started as a radio show, but the TV Stymie? Yeah, or, or the old little vignettes movie things or whatever. Uh, our gang? Yes, our gang. Uh, let's see, so, some of the other fun ones that uh, were, were on... Um, Oh, oh, what's his name? Seth Rogen and James Franco. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's a name. See if you remember Alvin Childress. Yes. Why? Yes. Childress. Why does that name sound familiar? Um, because, because we did the sitcom with him, his main sitcom before. Childress, Childress. Why can't I picture who that is? Uh, he, he wore a, a cab driver hat. Cab driver? Yep. What the fuck? What is it? Amos and Andy. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alvin Soldiers. Yeah. Hell, you I had... forgot they were cab drivers. In that. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite episode that you watched, you think? Uh, you know How many what? did I, you get in? I want to say 11 or 12. Okay. Uh, it's definitely got to be in the first three seasons. The The first episode was, was excellent. Yeah, good uh, pilot. I really liked in the interview, the the father James goes to a job interview, 
Yes. And they did a really smart way of giving you all of the exposition and backstory through the interviewer's questions, which I thought was really yes. good. It's true. Yeah. That's and, and, like that's good writing instead of them just fucking blabbing about bullshit. It makes sense when you're at a job interview and they're asking you all these stupid questions. Yeah. Actual pertinent things to the interview rather than, like you said, just nonsense. And then and even the second episode was like the Black Jesus episode, which is I great too. I love that one. Yeah. That, that was so great. <laughs> we're, we're, and, and who was Black Jesus? Ned the Wino, Ned who the eventually Wino. becomes a character that we see. Uh, I, I, I love it. My favorite one, I think, that I watched was, was it season two, where uh, they find like the sex education book. And they oh, think okay. it's Thelma's and uh, James is making a big deal. Oh, no, baby girl of mine's going to be reading this dirty magazine bullshit. Then they find <laughs> they, they think it's uh, JJ's. And then he's like, oh, my boy, my boy. Wants to learn about His whole tune changes, you know. Uh, I think it ended up being Michael's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. The, the, I, I also watched uh, my, Michael. Well, gets sus- my, Michael gets suspended. The, the the one where uh, uh, he he actually he calls his teacher racist because he's he's saying that they're, they're, they're talking about things and they're leaving out pertinent parts of history. Like it's like, oh, OK, well, you know, George Washington, he was the father of the country. Yeah, but he owned slaves. It's like, oh, yeah, well, because he took out another book from the library about some of the African-American actual you know, like uh, people in history, like Crispus Attucks, the first man killed in uh, the the start of the Revolutionary War, you know, things like that. And so, you know, like it was interesting that, OK, here they go, you know, talking about a book and uh, talking about, uh, you know, t- teaching uh, you know, African-American history. I'm like, wait a second. Shit, we're back here again. <laughs> if, if you look at recent things going on. It's like, I oh love my- that they called Michael the militant midget. The militant midget. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a really cool character for him too. Like he's yes. always out protesting, especially in the early ones. Yes. Um, he's always out involved in some kind of matter, and it's it always worked really well. It usually a lot of episodes started with him storming in the door. Yep. angry or fired up about whatever the matter is he's protesting and that kind of fuels these really fun conversations about the matter you know mm-hmm. uh, so even though the show is very confined to the apartment most of the time you still feel like there's a big world outside that all these characters are kind of related to which some shows they just feel like six people in a living room mm. but uh, so much of the outside world gang violence or robberies and this show's very affected by all of those things oh yeah well uh the, the one where uh james gets a gun like oh yeah yeah they, they, they're talking about like they put additional locks on the door because you know again florida got her purse snatched and at one point in the episode Th- thelma you know, like a guy tries to assault her but you know she gets you know, like she scratched him and she uh gets away Mm-hmm. And yeah, the kid upstairs, they think that he shot, did he shoot another friend? No, I think he, uh, himself. Yeah. And the, yeah, he's like, that's, that's my gun. I know it's my gun. Right. Because it was the same caliber. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
and some of the things that he actually said, it's like, uh, like, you know, like when James and Florida are arguing about having a gun in the house is again, the, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It's some of the same conversations that go on in America today. So yeah. it's, it's crazy that, okay, they're highlighting it here back in 1975. <laughs> well, like, that's the thing. This show is so, is, is timeless. Yes. Except for the way it looks. Yes. Oh, the way no, the, oh, the film, the way it's filmed is, is outdated. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, topically, conversationally, sure, some of the lingo is going to be outdated, but mm-hmm. the fashion. But of course, I don't think oh, yeah. JJ's fashion was. Oh, my God. Style. JJ's fashion <laughs> was some of that even in fashion. <laughs> you know what I do? What I did appreciate a lot, though, and I don't really notice it on a lot of shows Say he gets a shirt in an episode. He gets it as a gift. He that shirt will show up later. periodically. Yep. And like you'll see his wardrobe repeat, which just adds to the fact that they are poor. Yep. And the continuity is crazy good on stuff like that. Like I remember specifically Wilona gives him a shirt for his birthday. He holds it up. It's crazy. And then a future episode, I think it was even like two seasons later, he's wearing that shirt. Yeah. Oh, even more. I think it was like the beginning of season one. Uh, what's his name? Uh, did James get him a onesie? Basically, that 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 onesie. Oh, the red one. Yeah, and he the wears red it. onesie, which he sleeps in for most of the rest of the, the series. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was thinking of things like Friends, where yeah, the the pretty women don't want to wear. The same outfit again. I don't. Ever, I don't know yeah. that they ever fucking repeated an outfit. I don't think they did. <laughs> on this show, they they clearly have like a set wardrobe, at least for uh, the the men. I feel like the women maybe had a little more leeway. Right. But like the coats they wear, it's always the same coat. The hats are always there. The scarves, like those yep. things, are constant, and it just adds to the the realism. Definitely. Oh, uh, well, one of the episodes that I enjoyed was also the IQ test. Did you watch that one? Mm-mm. Okay. Because M- Michael, you know, like he, he's one of the brightest kids in school and he comes home and he scored like the lowest out of his whole class because he was like, as he normally is, he got annoyed at the test because he knew the some of the ways the questions were worded that a lot of the other kids are not going to understand it being in the neighborhood that he grew up in. Choose the right, like, uh, other word. It's like cup and blank. Uh, cup and table. Cup and saucer. <laughs> cup and, yeah, like, you know, like all these things. And it's like, well, yeah, it's like I knew it was cup and saucer, but, you know, like, so many pe- so many of my friends don't even know what a saucer is. They've They never had one. <laughs> That's how it was that uh, Mitch Hedberg had the bit about the, I forget what kind of test he was talking about, but he was like, man, sometimes it ain't our fault on these damn tests. They word shit crazy. He's like, I had a question. It was like, do you like cake or PCP? <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell the hell do you answer that? Oh, and, no. and of course that, that that question reminds me of one of the greatest moments in uh, in in sitcom history, <laughs> the the driving test of uh, of uh, Jim on Taxi. <laughs> we will get to that at some point. 
We what must. Is the, what does the yellow light mean? Yeah, yeah. But slow be, down. Huh, what what but, does? Uh, but but even before that, him filling out the application, it's like, it's like eyes. It's like no, no, no. Don't put two. Don't put two. It's like, <laughs> okay, what color are my eyes? It's like oh, bloodshot's bloodshot's not a color. Uh, uh just just just. Oh, that was on Married with Children as well. I think yeah. when Al's filling out something for Peg, what color are my eyes? He goes, oh, bloodshot. <laughs> but uh. And, and like, and, and, but the uh, the the application's like, uh, was it like m- mental disorder or drug dependency? It's like, oh, that's that's a hard choice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> I just put no. Just put no. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till we get to taxi. Oh yeah, s- same here. But. Yeah, no, but I, I think IQ test was a, a, a great episode. Yeah, Black Jesus was a, a great one, <laughs> where, where James like it's like it's like nope, he's going back up. The first season's really strong, and I, very to, strong to me. I think the the characters are so well established, Ooh. so well established too that um, even if you get a kind of a dull episode, you never really get bored. Correct. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this, and it, it, it is interesting. Uh, given the fact that you you lose two of your cast members, one comes back. I don't know how often that happens either. Where I don't think that's a very uh, they, common. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but even the the people running the show, they knew we need her back. They said that the um the ratings dipped quite a bit in that fifth season. Yeah, and they thought it was missing a little bit of the the anchor. I think she's kind of the anchor. Oh, definitely. Is she? She's Florida. Is such an interesting character in that. Not only is she so full of heart, she was co- like the head of the house at that time was probably kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. You have this woman who almost dominates her attempt. He he attempts to dominate her, but I, you you knew she was really in charge of that yeah. house. Oh yeah, she doesn't always go for the joke either. She's got an interesting delivery mm-hmm. where she's she's kind of naturally funny. Oh yeah, no, no, she's naturally funny, and will also be the one to set up someone too. Yeah, she's really good about letting the people around her be funny, and I I really noticed that when I watched the mod clips because in the mod clips she seems more goofy and over the top, mm-hmm. like she's kind of supposed to be the the comedic part of the team, right. but in this. She doesn't feel like that. She doesn't feel like she's the one trying to to steal all the jokes. But and I was thinking like so, you know, you're at work, you do act different with people at work than you would with your own family. You have more of a comfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. So you can you can be a little less on, I feel like. So I thought that I thought the character really worked. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah like and like you said, it's just in a very different way than we're used to. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, j- just a couple of other uh, n- nods to uh, guest stars. I said different strokes. Hey, wh- wh- why don't we bring Gary Coleman in for, for a couple of uh, episodes <laughs> in um, season five as a classmate, uh, classmate of pennies. And, it's ironic because then Janet Jackson plays Willis's girlfriend later on different strokes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> and Pe- Penny's biological mom 
on the show is played by Cookie Fields. And wouldn't you know it, her daughter Kim Fields shows up on a couple of season six episodes. <laughs> oh, not, not Cookie Fields, Chip Fields. Uh, sorry, I was thinking of a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? And a glass of milk, because I was just looking at the word wrong glass. Um <laughs> Yeah, so what do you think? Do you are you ready to pop this in your list? Oh, I, I I almost forgot. Wait, where, where's my fo- okay? Hold on, let, let, let me bring up my list. Let let let's do it. Let's. This do is it. our thirty first sitcom. Hmm. What are you thinking there, Pally? Where do you wanna? Where do you want the good times to reign supreme? That that. that, that. Ooh. You know, I, th- I think that one's got to go down some. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Hey, ho, uh. <laughs> I'm actually, it's going to be by number 10. Number 10. Wow. Yeah. What's above it? What's below it? Racing Hope and News Radio. That's good company right there. Oh, yeah. Have I? You? Uh, actually, right above it, I got Raising Hope. And wow. right below it, I got Honeymooners. Wow. Uh, Good Times is now my number seven. Nice. I was going to say, yeah, like on both of our lists, it's got some really good company. Yeah, this is my new number seven out of 31. Wow. And, and, and I'm, you know, like well, during uh, be, between episodes, I think I'm going to rearrange a little of my uh, list because I'm looking at some of them like, you know what? That's got to be a little lower. <laughs> so, actually, good times might wind up being a little higher w- once I'm done. Yeah, and you know, you don't don't succumb to recency bias. That happens sometimes. Right. You you remember things a little fonder than they are. You know. Oh no, definitely. I I I know that feeling. Just like again, you and I talk about, and you always have to convince me each time with Full House. It's like, oh yeah, no, for its time in that. Oh yeah, that this was big sitcom and it's like oh yeah that's right that's right that's right it's just like you know I, again the, the melody like when you the you melodrama meet someone and you go what's your favorite movie and they name some movie that just came out and you go fuck you where the exactly. hell is your allegiance stand you fucking petty piece of shit i don't believe anybody's favorite movie can be some movie that came out when they were 35 you're a fucking liar. <laughs> no, no, you know what? I, 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 hey, I wouldn't say that. As long as not, it's not necessarily, oh, it you know, came out when they're 35 and they're 36 now. You know, it's like, oh, that was my favorite. No, yeah. You, you have to give it some time. It may have come out when you're 35, but now you're 50. Okay, yeah, so okay. It was like that. two months after it came out, I asked somebody at work that, and they were like, no. Uh, my favorite movie is Wonder Woman. No. And I was like, you're so full of fucking shit. I was like, if <laughs> I feel like your your favorite things are so tied into your growing up and your adolescence. A and lot of times. That yeah. time of your that time of your life, that thing that made you fall, especially movies or TV. Yeah. The thing that made you fall in love with those things is usually going to be your favorite. And if you're some fucking person who can just like kick that shit to the curb and be like, yeah, it's this movie that I've, I've seen it once. It came out a month ago. It's my new favorite of all time. Jeez. I don't buy it. I don't fucking buy no. it. <laughs> I don't fu- no, I, I, I totally agree with you. 
And especially if it's fucking Wonder Woman. Fuck you. <laughs> Just oh, you, you, you know what? I also have to tell you with two, two more, uh, two, uh, two more uh, uh, people that, that were guest stars. Tony Burton. Remember the in the Rocky movies, Apollo's trainer? No. <laughs> you, you don't remember I, that guy? You're like, no. Because then he... Yeah, like after, after Apollo died in Rocky Four, <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, what? <laughs> oh no! Um, he actually takes. Did on he have a tra- son by chance? <laughs> <laughs> he, he he takes he takes on training Rocky to fight uh, Drago. Well, he's uh, one of the uh, uh, you know, guest stars, and then <laughs> later uh, earlier on. Carl Weathers, Apollo himself, is one of the guest stars. I'm like, so you had Apollo and his trainer, like, on Good Times. Action Jackson? Yes, Action Jackson himself. I fucking love that movie. You remember who, actually, sitcom star, remember who the villain was in that movie? Oh, shit. His coach. Oh! Was it Craig T. Nelson? Yes, Nelson, yes. He was the fucking bad guy in that. <laughs> it's it's hard picturing him sitcom as, as anything yeah. but coach shows up as a fucking villain <laughs> pretty ruthless one too <laughs> true god i have to go back and watch that one again it's been a while did you hear about this just like another quick uh thing in september 2020 it was announced that the series would re- receive an animated sitcom revival of good times? Of good times. Exe- hmm. uh, with Norman Lear executive producing alongside Seth MacFarlane and Steph Curry of the NBA. So I- I'm, I'm mm. waiting to hear anything more about that. What so, year did you say that was announced? 2020? Uh, yeah, the, the end of uh, 2020. I wonder how many of the original cast would be involved in that. I don't know. Yeah, being hmm. that you know, <laughs> some have passed. Well, like I said, they're talking about doing that with Married with Children. True. So we we have some more things to possibly look forward to. Uh, There could be a precedent. I mean, how many many sitcoms have been animated shows? Can you think of any offhand? I feel like Gilligan's Island had an animated show, didn't it? Yes, it did. uh, It was Gilligan's Planet. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Adams Family also uh, uh, animated at times. Mostly for Scooby-Doo uh, team-ups. Um, I'm trying to think of sitcoms themselves. I know Genie was also, uh, at times, uh, animated of I Dream of Genie. Besides the opening credits? <laughs> no, besides the opening credits. Like <laughs> Again, we're, we're talking about uh, Hanna-Barbera and, like, you know, Scooby-Doo uh, join-ups and things and the Life Olympics. I feel like uh, we're missing some real obvious ones, but yeah. So write in the comments below what your what other sitcoms have been animated shows. Right. And not an animated sitcom of itself, such as The Simpsons, Family Guy, The PJs, which was there was some crossover here too. Yeah. Uh, the one older neighbor lady who she showed up in the funeral episode for James. Wanda. She was in so many great nineties comedies. Yes. Uh, a few Wayne's Brothers movies I remember her from. Yeah, yeah. And while I was watching things, I, I went to my wife Tracy. It's like, what's she from? Because 
She, yeah. uh, my, my wife is great at pulling out. Oh, you know who this that person that person was in th- uh, that show or that movie with this. Yeah, it's she. She's she's I, a walking talking IMDb. <laughs> I think so. she was the grandma in uh, "Don't Be a Menace to South Central" while drinking your juice in the hood. Who's always smoking oh, pot? Oh God, shit. I think you're right. And she does like the dead presidents or whatever parody. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, she was wise ca- cracking grandma in a lot of shit in the '90s that I remember her from. Yep, a lot of uh, black comedies, <laughs> always funnier and shit. Especially that movie. If you haven't seen Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood, that movie's funnier than <laughs> shit. One of the best parody movies ever, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Message. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jay, if if, if, if the uh, listeners, watchers uh, enjoy the show, what, what should they also do? Well, you can give me a call. Maybe we can go out on a Saturday night, have a beer. Woohoo! Uh, oh, you mean, oh, yeah. uh, Facebook.com slash sitcom my face. We're on Twitter, sitcom my face. You can find this boy over here on twitch.tv slash netnig191. You can find me, twitch.tv slash bidwellfog. You can find my other YouTube channel where I play video games, uh, Noob Sweat with JJ Bidwell. You can listen to his other show. What oh, Exit Jersey Stories, That's available correct. wherever podcasts are found. You can listen to my old show, Hard to Swallow with J.J. Bidwell. Hmm. You can email us, sitcommyface at gmail.com. Gmail. <laughs> you can comment on the YouTube videos. We had a great comment on our last episode. Uh, oh, it was, no, it was the Night Court episode. And yes. someone was uh, very kind, saying that they found our show, they enjoy it, and uh, pointed out the fact that Although it wasn't, I guess, the court in the opening of Night Court that that kind of became a tourist attraction in New yes, York. Yes, that Night Court in New York apparently was a tourist attraction. Even And the new one, uh, I told them, is on the back lot at Warner Brothers. I saw a Warner Brothers tour video, and they have now built the facade, I guess. Or maybe they were using an existing one, but it's on and, Warner Brothers. Yeah, you, you, you've, you've been watching, by the way? No. Okay, gotcha. No. <laughs> I'm done. Um, <laughs> uh, what else we got? You got anything else you want to plug, throw out there? No, I, th- I think that's about it. And like Again, if there's a particular sitcom that you'd like us to cover, uh, if there's a, you know, like a particular subject you know, regarding sitcoms that you'd like to cover, like our last episode, you know, which it seems people enjoyed, where we went over the, the sitcom theme songs. You know, oh, yeah, so in a comment on the Facebook video from Karen Moss, pointed out that It's Gary Shandling Show was her favorite theme song. Yes. But, which which I think you've brought up as one of your favorites before. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a self-aware theme song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jay, what should the good people do for us? They should stay away from Dynamite <laughs> and Sitcom My Face, baby. Yeah, sitcom our face for a uh, good times. <laughs> Every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hanging in the channel. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Hey, we lucky we got them. Antibiotics. <laughs> good times. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>